Welcome to Ghost Gaze, a hauntingly gay podcast. Hey, welcome to Ghost Gaze. This is Carson. And this is Colleen. Hopefully you came back for some more spoopy stories, some more interesting (laughs) stories or something. I don't know. I really hope you all just came back. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about today, Carson? Ooh, what are we talking about today, Colleen? We are talking about the Ada Witch. It's a local legend from Grand Rapids, right? It's about, about around in your areas. Yeah, it's really close by. So I'm in Grand Rapids, and this Ada area is about, I want to say, like 10, 15 minutes away. It's super close. Yeah, so um, let's just get right into it, should we? Yeah, I think we should. Do you have a little background? The Ada Witch is um, kind of a really interesting tale. Uh, it said... That in the 1800s, there was a man who suspected his wife, they lived in a little farmhouse, uh, and he suspected his wife of cheating on him. And so one night, late at night, he heard her get out of bed and decided to see what she was up to, because it was late. And he snuck out of the house, followed her to this little clearing, and saw her in an embrace with this other dude, and was like, excuse me. And so the story goes that he just... Boom, killed her right away, one shot to the chest, and she was gone. And after that, he and the other dude just kind of beat the shit out of each other. And, like, killed each other in this big, bloody lover's quarrel, or, like, whatever, brawl over Mm. this woman. Uh, And it's said that, like, there's there's no real reports on what might have happened after that. Like, there's no... Uh, reports on whether or not there was a house there or not, but what is what we do know is that there have been people that go to the land that this supposedly happened on that is now a cemetery, and late at night they will hear the actual sounds of the fight breaking out on the land or in, in the forest. Uh, they'll hear yelling and like fists hitting skin. They hear a woman screaming sometimes. Um, there are some reports, if you drive up and down the road that leads to the cemetery, that there is a woman that will walk up and down the road. And here's where the reports kind of start to vary a little bit, because some people say that they see a woman that's like this beautiful, pristine, like woman in white figure that's asking for help. And some people have said that they have seen this like ugly old hag that's like born in gray tattered clothing she's got like this hideous older like beaten up face um Mm -hmm. and then there are some people that say that if you get too close to either one of these specters that have been seen in the area that uh she transforms and you can see the actual death blow that her husband dealt her Ooh, really and that's when yeah that's and that's when they're uh they say that you have to like go. You have to get out of there. If you see, if you get close enough to see like the wound in her chest, mm-hmm. then it said that she's there to get you, and you have to go. Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting because I know I was talking this over with my fiance, and I know that a lot of cops have been called to the area because sometimes they think they're like drunk teenagers out in the cemetery at night, and they'll go out and search, and they can't find anything. Right, and um. Well, I've heard that cops are more known to, like, patrol the area now because back in 1999, the Blair Witch Project movie was released. Um, Oh, yeah. And 
uh, around that time, it became such a huge, like, worldwide phenomenon that, oh, my God, this, like, small town that this movie was based off of had their own local witch. And everybody in Ada was like, well, we have a local witch. And, oh, look, this is her headstone. And they just kind of picked out a random headstone that looked like it would have been from the time period. And we're like, this mm-hmm. is Blair Witch. This is our Ada Witch. And uh, the woman's name on the headstone was Sarah McMillan. Um, unfortunately, there have been some really bad eggs in the area. And Sarah McMillan's headstone has since been completely destroyed, the original one. Yeah. Because people were going into the graveyard and breaking it apart and busting it up and selling pieces online. Christ, seriously? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's so a terrible they way. Have like a regular, they have like a regular patrol in the graveyard every, I think I read three hours. They have a team of people that comes through oh. to make sure that everybody's being respectful and nobody is busting up any more headstones. Right. Um. Sarah McMillan, though, it's been proven that she could not have been any form of the Ada Witch. Her birth year was about 60 years uh, after the legend would have taken place to begin with. And there's actual historical record of her living in the area and dying of typhoid fever. Okay, so it's not the Ada Witch then. So it's really not any misfortunate woman who decided to have a little something on the side and got killed by her husband. She was just an unfortunate woman that died of a really horrible disease in that time period. That's awful. It's kind of spoopy, you know? Yeah, it is kind of crazy to think about. Um, The other reports that I have read on that regarding Sarah McMillan and the Ada Witch in general was that some people believe that the two specters that have been seen are two totally separate entities entirely. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that one of them is the Ada Witch, and some people believe that the other one is Sarah McMillan's spirit that has that's at unrest right now because of what happened to her headstone. I get that. That makes perfect sense to me. And I mean, I feel like I said last episode, you know, I I don't expect there to just be one sort of spirit around. You know, that that's just that would just be a little weird. I think. Right. I mean, in a concentrated area like especially in a graveyard like this, there's no way of telling exactly what might be causing all of these like specters or noises or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, I know you tried to look into like the history of the land itself, like what it was before it was settled into like the town of Ada. And that became like one of their graveyards in their town. Yep. Were you able to find anything? Nope. Literally nothing (laughs) on that. (laughs) I well, could not great. find. I'm sure it was just like a farmland before that, and someone bought yeah. it. Yeah, um, but... that's kind of what I was seeing around. Uh, a lot of people said that the land belonged to hunters before anything okay. was settled out of it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. The really the honestly the only thing I could find about this cemetery was that it dates back to the 18th century. Um. It has a an association that was established over a hundred years ago that actually still meet to this day, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that um, is very interesting. Yeah, the the township of Ada maintains the association. I mm-hmm. would like to look into that a little more, too. Um, maybe call them up or something. Uh, and honestly, some of the gravestones date back to like the early 1700s. That's super cool. That is very cool. That's really interesting to me. Do you want to hear the best um, part? Yeah, absolutely. Tell me the best part. Yes. Okay, so the best part about this 
is that plots are only $300. I think we should get one. You want to get a plot in a cemetery? Yes. <laughs> can we just like, yeah, can we just like bury like random sit shit? In the, oh, you want to bury? <laughs> I thought you meant it's like our spectator viewing spot, like our, our guest box at the stadium. <laughs> no, we can we can find a dead thing and bury it and be like, and then we have access to it 24-7. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> They're like, my dearly departed bird, I must bury it. <laughs> But, like, in reality, I found the bird on the side of the highway. <laughs> I think I've seen too many uh, renditions of Pet cemetery to want to bury any sort of animal in a cemetery plot. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a feeling that ghost would, that bird ghost would just be like, hey, y'all. And everyone would be like, what are you doing here? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I died on the side of the road and they decided to bury me here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, that was really all I could find there really wasn't much more about what it was before and like I said it's probably farmland or like you said hunting land or just forest next up enjoy our walkthrough and drive-through of the Finlay Cemetery all right guys if you hear a little noise in the background it's, we are actually on a dirt road right now and we are on our way to the Finlay Cemetery yep we sure are so Grayson I yeah what are your thoughts about this road so far you know I'm we did drive up it before. We looped back yeah. around because we kind of wanted to see what it was like. Give it's, a general feeling of yeah, it's really for the area. Yeah, this is a really pretty area. You know, I I'm not surprised that this used to be like hunting land. I think you said that earlier. Mm-hmm. Because looking at everything, like you can very much tell this is all wooded area before. Yeah, you know, and I I can absolutely also see how this area gets sort of like a haunted reputation. Yeah. It. It's um, very, uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful area, but it's absolutely like the road that we're on right now has uh, those big, creepy crawling trees, you know? Like, yeah, and there is a very ominous kind of a feeling. And it's right before everything blooms, so everything looks sort of dead and kind of creepy around here, all these trees and plants and bushes. And I'm sure if it was like the middle of summer, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, this is so pretty. What do you mean it's haunted? Um, so yeah, uh, people have said we're pulling this oh, right up to the cemetery, and people have said that just down that hill at the very bottom mm-hmm. of it, they hear the fight breaking out and echoing around in the area. We are driving through the cemetery right now? Um, I'm not entirely sure, except that um, they have like a monument now where Sarah McMillan's headstone used to be. Yeah. Maybe it's there, right there. Oh, it might be, yeah. Um, so it's said that they have a monument where her headstone used to be, uh, which I think is very nice that they, you know, after the whole incident of people destroying this poor woman's resting spot, yeah. just uh, as the kids say, for the clout. Is that how that works? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> um, be able to like make a quick buck and be like hey this is the eight of witches headstone like buy this on ebay for twenty five thousand dollars right know. all right so now we are actually parked okay. yeah we're gonna take a little walk down we're gonna see if we can find something i don't know about you i don't know how connected you are to these sources general feelings mm-hmm. um and maybe i am biased about this thing because I've done so much research on the whole gist of it, but um, 
I definitely feel like there's... I don't know. There's an energy there. I feel something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I really found these residual yeah. energy from people. But it's just... The top of the hill over here mm-hmm. just feels particularly off to me, and I'm not entirely sure why. I know. I, I, I felt the same way as we were driving past it, actually. It just got kind of colder in the air yeah. and a little... I don't know, muted. I know. It has gotten a little colder since we've been over to this area a little mm-hmm. bit more. It's weird. I'm seeing a lot of names that I'm familiar with on here. Are you really? Yeah. Well, I mean, these are a lot of typical Michigan last names like Fisher, Gerson. It's a beautiful area. Yeah. Um, beautiful cemetery, for beautiful sure. Beautiful cemetery. Apart from the general creepy vibe of the whole thing, you know. Well, it's, it's just kind of weird because everything, I mean, I see the flags moving, but everything else around here is it's kind still, of still. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. It's just... Like, you can hear the birds in the background. Uh-huh. You, can, you can feel... But like, you can see the breeze, but it's... I feel like everything connected to the ground is just still. It's like frozen in time. It's like, it's hard to put an actual finger on the vibe that this area gives off, but... I know what you mean, because I, at one point I feel okay, the next point I feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but there is you know, a lot of tragedy that has happened around here. Yeah, it makes me wonder what else might be... Here, you know, they say that mm-hmm. if one spirit is around, then more are bound to follow because the energy of that spirit being from beyond the rays leads others to like connect to it. Yeah. And it's easier to um, um stick around if there's something on your side that's similar to you. You know. I get that. Um, and I know a lot of times. Um, people talk about portals and how some certain areas to the beyond or different portals mm-hmm. are stronger in certain areas and I wouldn't be surprised if there was a r- one around here. No, I wouldn't be surprised if there was. Look at all of these headstones that you see. There are people here from like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So, and you got to imagine being here that long, there has to be some sort of Build up those energy. Oh, of course. Why'd you come over here? Oh, I saw the name McMillan, and I was wondering if it oh. was our friend Sarah McMillan. Oh. Doesn't appear to be, though. Right. You know, they said that her headstone was destroyed. Mm hmm. Yeah, if you are in the area at all, if you will reside and walk the road that we drove up, I'd just like to say that I'm sorry for. Everything that your dressing to put through, that was not fair to you. No. Very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You were just a woman who unfortunately died at a young age. Mm-hmm. And time when you didn't really have the medical resources that you needed. And that's horrible that even in the afterlife, people just couldn't leave you alone. No. Sorry, I just... Okay. I couldn't tell... There. There's a gravestone over there, and I thought I saw something, like, wispy go by, like a screen of hair or something. Like, you know, someone would have been, like, ducking down, <clears throat> and yeah. you see some, like, hair flying in the wind or something. 
I couldn't tell what that was, but it was like, draw my attention. Yeah, it's that big kind of stone-looking one over, here, over there behind the tree. Mm -hmm. The energy here over this side feels a lot nicer. Mm -hmm. It's cleaner. Like, it's, it's even warmer. Mm -hmm. It's easier to, like, move and to think. Yeah, I didn't really like that area up there by the, no, the dumpster. No, that the hill, like, bend over there was definitely off. Yeah, I didn't like that. I'm not sure exactly who is over there entirely, mm -hmm. but it definitely seemed very... I, I mean, we said it before, it's tense and off and stale and... Like, it, it was almost like we just kind of stepped through a vortex of our own. Like, mm -hmm. we just kind of frozen, you know? Yeah, this is... I really wish we could explain it to everybody who's listening right now that the energy on the ground level and everything connected to the ground level is just still and right and you could almost like you could almost explain it away that it's the top of the hill is a little shadowy yeah it's a little uh darker up there like physically but then down here even still like direct sunlight it should, by all means should be very warm and sunny and open yeah like it is down here but still feels just wrong it does yes yeah a dog. <laughs> Heard a couple. Is it a ghost dog? If I ever see a ghost, I hope it's a dog. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I do. If you're just like, oh my god, a ghost, and you're like, oh, it's a dog, okay. Just make sure that it's a nice ghost dog and not yeah. a demon ghost dog. Oh wow. 17 years, 2 months, 20 days. That's George Barkley, I'm sorry. It's very peaceful around here. It is. In the sense of the calm that I feel, but at the same time, the vibe that's also being put off is not calm. Mm -hmm. So half of me is like, let's just get in the car and go. Right. The other half of me is like, stop, what are you doing? And I'm just not quite sure <clears throat> what side to trust. You know, it's like, yeah. Pretty. Very pretty. Have you ever been on a date in a cemetery? <laughs> I have never been on a date in a cemetery. I can guarantee you. Oh, man. Should we ask some questions? Maybe see if anybody's... Maybe first and foremost, we say that anything that does mm -hmm. come up, we ask it to be nice and pleasant and... We are here to, I don't know, say hello, give a moment of silence and respect yeah, to anybody exactly. who would like to maybe speak up. Come forward. Karen McMillan, again, if you are here and wanted to be able to say anything, this is your moment. We'd really love for you to say something. Can anybody tell us anything about the Ada Witch? Are we bothering you? I hope not. Do you hear that over there? Mm -hmm. hmm. I don't know about you, but I keep hearing like this weird like whisper kind of curving around to the right of me. Let's see if I can hear anything. What you mean? Weird. It's weird. It's, it's gone now. I heard something right at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're leaving the cemetery now. Driving up and down the, uh, the road that leads up to it. I gotta say, right there at the very end, we were kind of putting some questions out there in the universe. Um, just see if anything would kind of pick up, maybe. And I definitely got like this. this 
vibe was off the whole time you yeah. were in there a little bit. But, like, right there at the very end, I started to hear, like, this kind of sound kind of circle around the side of my right side. And I, I couldn't make out any words or any specific noises or anything. It was just kind of like a soft, like, whispers. Um, specifically human, like it sounded. Yeah, I heard that right at the end. And then after the last time I heard it, I got that same very still kind of weird frozen feeling. Yeah. And so that was definitely very odd. And right now we're going up and down the hill as to where you can see, you're supposedly supposed to be able to see someone. Uh, yeah, people, I mean, more specifically have definitely uh, seen them at night. But mm-hmm. there have been sightings in the trees along the side of the road. So we are actually going to turn around. All right. So we are back. We looped around because we wanted to go down if we can. Taking uh, one more path through, I think. Yeah. There was just someone coming up on us. So I couldn't really, like, go slow. Yeah. We got it. Um, so I talked about, like, my general feelings at the cemetery. What were your, like, general thoughts and feelings while we were there? Well, first and foremost, I thought it was a very beautiful cemetery. It was very tasteful, very little small and cute, but at the same time, the vibe and the energy around the area just wasn't super pleasant all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said earlier, like when I was, I thought it was someone like wispy behind, like some wispy hair behind the... Yeah, what was that? I don't know. It looks like like, um, like long blonde hair. That's what I saw. Long blonde hair just like kind of blowing in the wind. Uh, and then I looked farther, and I couldn't see it. So may- it could have been something completely different. You know, I could be, like, making this up in my head, but... Right, and that's how I feel about hearing sounds that we heard of Yeah, and, and that's... Like, I could just be biased, because I, I, I do like ghosts. I <laughs> want to be able to uh, investigate these spaces and have it be, like, an actual, uh, real thing that I'm investigating, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I get that. So I, I'm on that same page where, like... I'm, maybe I'm pushing because I want to see something, but at the same time, I, you know, I saw, saw something, saw something uh, and I couldn't explain it. It could have been a something floating in the wind. I don't know, but I it drew my attention immediately. Yeah, I noticed that you just kind of like froze up, and you were like laser locked on to that area while we were walking around. Yeah, we're going down the hill. Don't know if we can go super slow. There is someone behind us again, but yeah, let's take a look at the trees. We're apparently, we'll be able to see. Things the trees. Um, I haven't felt anything particularly. Not spooky. along this road so far, but really. no. like it definitely has like the the aesthetically creepy vibe, yeah. like I was saying before, of the trees being very tall along the edge of the road, and some of them kind of curl over the edge. And right. Like the leaves not being fully regrown in right now. You know, it definitely I can see how that would be very creepy at yeah. night. But I don't get a particular strong vibe mm-hmm. really so far. I'm wondering if it's Mostly, we're not getting that sort of vibe because the trees itself are so thin, and you can see the branches and everything. There's nothing covering anything up, really. Right. There's no shadows to cast along the tree line. Sure. Yeah. Um, it could also tie into the whole hunter theory, where if this land did in fact used to be like a common hunting ground, um, maybe it is just hunters specifically that feel that energy along the road. Right. I get that. Do you see I moved out of the way of that branch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next is our first testimonial. Do they believe? Are they a skeptic? 
let's find out together. Alyssa, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, I am a current nursing student in Grand Rapids. I have a five-year degree from Grand Valley in theater and acting. Um, I'm just starting to explore the world of um, paganism and witchery and, and things like that. So that's kind of an exciting time for me. I'm also Colleen's sister. So. I was going to say, um, I'd like to point out that Alyssa's not just my friend. She's my actual sister. Your sister. But yeah, that's kind of it for me. Yeah, I'm glad that, uh, we pointed out that, yes, you are sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alyssa, would you say that you, like, believe in ghosts? Yes, I absolutely 100% believe in ghosts. And why is that? There are lots of reasons. There's just, I mean, there's no irrefutable evidence that they don't exist, and there is lots of evidence that they might. I just think it would be naive of us to assume that, you know, human beings are the only, like, you know, things on this planet, you know, like, they're, like that. I think it would be naive of us to assume that there's nothing that happens to you after you go. I've been talking a lot about how I, what, the, what makes me believe in ghosts most is that, like, there's no way that there's this many people on the planet with this much energy and that like exists in our little bubble, our little rock in this universe that when people die, there's no way that energy doesn't stick around sometimes, you know? And I've also like felt it like when, when Colleen and I were in Paris, we went to that. What is the big, big graveyard called that we went to where Jim Morrison is buried? Do you remember what the name of it is? Um, the super big, super old cemetery. I have it actually in my notes here because I've been looking up a lot of lots of different ghost stories. But um, anyway, we went to this really really big um, cemetery in Paris, and it's so old, and there are so many graves. Like it, the the energy inside the cemetery is like thick. It almost it feels it feels thick and a little suffocating, and it's like it's like pressure on your body. And I, I don't know what else to tell you other than that it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of spirits roaming around. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's all I can think. Because the air outside, when we, like, when we left the cemetery, I was like, <sighs> like, a weight had been lifted. Like, I didn't feel that thick pressure anymore. Right. Ooh, yeah. I've been in places like that many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I. It was a crazy experience. I've never experienced anything like that before or since. But it was it was really cool. It was a different kind of energy at Stonehenge, but still well, a really big mega spiritual energy. Right, because Stonehenge has less to do with like non non corporeal bodies and like the living space of the dead and more to do with the representation of the energy of the universe itself yeah that's exactly right like it wasn't like a heavy energy but the one in paris was like almost like an uncomfortably heavy pressure exactly right it was was crazy i've never experienced anything like that before well damn okay so uh i was gonna ask you a couple little questions how does that sound okay my first question is have you ever seen a like full-bodied ghost no, I have not. I not not in person, no. Okay, well, thanks for coming on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fuck you, Alyssa. Thanks for playing Try Again tomorrow. <laughs> no, I, I haven't personally seen a full-bodied apparition, but I know many people that have. 
Yeah. No, but you, you were telling um me about that one, like you said something about how you stayed at a friend's house in middle school, um, and her parents were like the caretakers of a graveyard. Yeah, it's that that um graveyard right on uh Hill Road there, the mm-hmm. um, that's cemetery there. Um, so they have like the big house that's on the property of the graveyard. And then across the street and back in the woods a little bit, there's like the old, like the quote unquote old caretaker's house. And I would go over to see her and we would go and, you know, we're 13 years old. We're like, I don't want to be in the house with my parents. We're going to go over here. (laughs) So we would go and walk back in the woods to the old caretaker's house and hang out there. But I would not spend the night in that house if you paid me a million dollars. It is 100% haunted. Really? Yes, we, uh, yes. <laughs> we would, is it like a chill as soon as you cross the threshold, like there's something watching me kind of an energy there? Yeah, almost. I don't like that. We would hear, <laughs> no. Like we would hear footsteps on the second floor when we were in the first floor living room. We'd hear like really loud, like stomping footsteps from the floor above. And we were the only two in the house. Yeah, sometimes the window, one time the window like opened and shut on its own the TV would flicker on and off and like suddenly go all staticky. And I mean, I'm sure that that could be, you know, attributed to like, cause this is the time of satellite dishes too. So um, it was an old house. They had a satellite dish. So, I mean, I'm sure that that could be a thing too, but it was freaky. That's terrifying. Um, but I never saw anything there. I'm sure if I spent the night there, you'd probably see something, but. Oh, for sure. Absolutely not. You could not pay me enough money to spend the night in that house. No, no, no. Do you happen to remember, like, what year the old caretaker's house was, like, built, or? You know, I, I, I really wouldn't be able to tell you. I mean, I was 13. I was just kind of focused on hanging out with my friend. I wasn't really Fair all about it was your house built sort of conversation. <laughs> um, I mean, so the, I know that the new caretaker's house was, like, built, I think, in the uh, 80s, maybe, like late seventies, early eighties. Okay. And then the old caretaker's house had been there for a while before that. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know exactly how long. But yeah, there's the one time. I'm not. We're not doing it again, girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely interesting to Damn think about, it. especially when you pair like hearing all of the footsteps and stuff like that with the electric stuff being like weird and wonky. I mean, normally. I, I wouldn't think anything of, like, my TV being a little staticky in that time period if I hadn't heard those steps, you know, like. Right. But when you pair those together, I mean, spirits mess with electrical fields all the time. That's one yeah. of the number one mm-hmm. ways that you can tell that there's some sort of other energy in a space. That's why I was so like, that's... I don't know, it could be attributed to the satellite dish because, you know, it was, this was probably what, I was 13, so, like, 2005. Mm-hmm. House that they basically just kept for tax purposes. Yeah. And they had a satellite dish. It was freaky. <laughs> yeah, I'm bet. Um, I have some more questions for you. Okay. Um, oh, here's a fun one. If you had one question only to ask a ghost or like an entity or a spirit, what would you ask it? Who killed Tupac? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Um. I mean, I thought that was a pretty solid question. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, uh, he's still alive. (laughs) Let's see. I'd probably ask, well, it depends. There's a couple of factors that go into that. Like, are they aware that they're dead? Like, do they, do they know what, 
are they aware that they're on the other side? Like what happens, what happens after you die? You know, does it hurt? Mm -hmm. Um, All those questions that we will not ever know the answers to until it happens to us. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I mean, that's a very interesting question. I mean, I, if I could only ask, I'd be like, what's it like? What would, what would happen? What about you, Colleen? What would you do? I mean, yeah, definitely one of those like major questions. I think mine would be, like, do I get a choice on, like, sticking around or going or not? Right. right. I think I would just, like, riff at people. <laughs> you would be the, uh, <clears throat> it's Britney's bitch ghost. <laughs> 2 a.m. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I would pay money to hear that, um, EMF. <laughs> I honestly, though, like, if I was a ghost, I feel like haunting people instead of being like, boo, or like, I get out, I'd be like, you would. <laughs> and they were like, did you just like hear some jaunty singing? <laughs> jaunty singing. <laughs> Whistle a jaunty tune. <laughs> okay, that's my next question. If you were a ghost, what sound would you make? What would you tell people? What would I tell people if I was a ghost? Yeah. Oh, probably just show up at Colleen's house at 3 a.m. and be like, wake up, bitch, it's me. <laughs> 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 Not me rolling up in the ghost mobile at three. <laughs> I might set up an elaborate scavenger hunt, wild goose chase to see who killed me. When in reality, it was my own dumbass fault for falling off of something. <laughs> I think I would love to make up like a total lie about how I was killed or something. Go very like people... a Jim Halpert from The Office and yes. do the Florida oh, yeah. prank. Yes, and at the end they're like, "It was Dwight." <laughs> it, just says, it was Dwight would actually do if I became a ghost and had the power to go haunt anybody. What? I would just heckle the fuck out of Mitch McConnell. Yes, bitch. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> Roll up to his house and just never leave him alone. Yes, I would join you. See, my next question was, do you think you would be a ghost if you died? And like, if I did have a choice, if, like, I could speak to a ghost and get the ultimate question on whether or not I would have a choice to be a ghost, I would absolutely choose to be a ghost just to heckle Mitch McConnell. That is the perfect idea. Personally, I feel like if I were a ghost, I don't think I'd stick, or if I had the choice, I don't think I'd stick around as a ghost. Um, because if that's a permanent a permanent choice that you make, then you'll never know what else is what else is there and what if your loved ones don't make that same choice then right. you they lost them i feel like i oh. would be the person to be like do i get to know what's beyond first or do i just have to make a choice well as dumbledore once said i suppose you'll ride a train and just go on um colleen do you have any questions um yeah so if you were like talking to a non-believer a skeptic of sorts um who like how how would you convince them or how would you like what approach would you take to try and show them that there might be other possibilities in this life Mm, i like that shoot them and see what happens (laughs) (laughs) i love how honest you are I mean, it's really hard when there's skeptics because skeptics tend to be, I mean, I know Ryan, my husband is, he's, he's a skeptic. Like, I don't think he believes 
any of any of this ghosts and all that but um but he's not like an asshole about it right but there are some people out there who are just awful about it i don't know if i would call ryan like a true skeptic though because he still kind of believes in the whole um magic of like whenever you guys hear landslide that's true he does i love that so like I, I wouldn't call him like a 100% skeptic because he does believe in like when he hears his mom's song on the radio, that's his mom's way of talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. I love that. Freaky circumstance when it happens. It's like, huh. Right. How you doing, Kim? But, <laughs> but um, you know, it's really hard when they're skeptics, but um, as long as they respect what I believe, then we can get along just fine, you know? Um, I feel like that's fair with anything. As long as I'm not shamed for believing in ghosts as being like, oh, you're just being childish, you know, or crazy. Yeah. Or crazy. I've gotten the crazy one more times than I can count. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, you know, tell them, you know, that there's, there's energy in the universe that we can't understand. Science can't explain it to us sometimes. And that sometimes you just have to have faith in something a little bit bigger than yourself. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if they don't want to listen, then I can't force them to, but just don't be a dick about it. Right. <laughs> See, what I think is kind of funny is that most people that I've talked to that are like skeptics of the afterlife and of like ghosts and stuff is are, they're like very conservative religious people. Mm-hmm. Yeah very amusing that you know they have such a faith in this invisible sky person sky daddy and invisible ground devil right (laughs) (laughs) but like ghosts god forbid no ghosts could never exist yeah because you can't see them so like how do you explain ghosts but you also can't see what you believe in, so why are you yelling about me at Don't me about my beliefs? Somewhere, somewhere, a Republican's head is exploding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're gonna find us. <laughs> That's okay. I did like. This is just the kind of rant that I'm gonna give Mitch McConnell yes. when I'm a ghost haunting him. The um. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I would just be like, "You're ugly. I hate you." I feel <laughs> so like there's gonna be that too, but like. But, but um, no, seriously, I feel like Mitch McConnell would just be like, um, could you please stop doing this? I, I can't. I love your Deller. impression. <laughs> Deller, A plus, 100, 100 out of 100. But, <laughs> but uh, I liked the question that you sent me, the question list that you sent me, um, where one of them was, uh, if, if you had to make one person a ghost, like not kill them or anything, but just make them a ghost. <laughs> my choice one hundred percent, hands down. My first thought was John Mulaney. Can you? <laughs> oh, being my God, freaking Mulaney. <laughs> him picking up objects and tossing them across your house and just going straight smarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> go on, go get it. <laughs> you want money clip? Go get it. Straight smarts. I can just imagine him like busting open the front door and being like, "I'm here." I'm gay and I'm new in town. <laughs> I'm gay. I have AIDS. I'm there new in town. Like that would be his announcement that he's officially haunting you. True. They'd be like, okay. 
Um, I think the person who I would make into a ghost would be like be Celine Dion. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Celine Dion or Cher. Do you know why I would make Celine Dion a ghost though? <laughs> why? Because I would a hundred percent just be like, I'm sorry. You have to sing My Heart Will Go On for the hundredth time. What are you going to do? Lose your voice? Right. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Uh, I feel like it would be that situation if, you know, like the, so, okay, so that one guy, when he turned the resurrection stone and like his wife came back and then she got all sad and depressed and was like, I can't be here. This isn't my world. That would be Celine Dion, but I'm like, uh-uh, you ain't going. <laughs> Sing. My angel of music. <laughs> oh my god. I'd be like, um, Celine, are you ready to sing? And she'd be like, oh, I guess. The show must go on. And I'd just be like, oh, are you depressed? Oh, I don't care. Oh. Like, what are you going to do, die? <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking, like, Wendy Williams clip? The, oh, she passed away. Oh. Oh. Okay. Just like, mm, okay. Do a peep. Oh, I love what? that. <laughs> she called Dua Lipa do a peep. <laughs> um, okay, I'm sorry. Colleen, who would you make into a ghost? Um, honestly, how do you top John Mulaney? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. My other thought was me because I want to be Danny Phantom. <laughs> Oh my god, but can you imagine they'll be like, I'm ready to be Danny Phantom, and you're like, I can't pick anything up. You're like, oh. <laughs> this isn't at all what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Colleen, who would be your pick? Uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Perfect. Be like, ah, why is my ghost so short? <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> can you imagine, though, like, you're being haunted and your closet is like rattling and rattling and you open it up and you're like, Danny DeVito, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, Danny DeVito, you died? Nope. And you're like, oh, it was somebody's wish. Or it's like that scene when they're in the kitchen and they're like, you know that something is standing right behind the fridge and then it shuts and it's just Danny DeVito. Danny <laughs> DeVito. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen that vine? They like, they like clink glasses together and they're like, to Danny. And then they pan over and it's a giant photo of Danny DeVito next to their table. <laughs> There's a Facebook post that went around about six or seven years ago now where it was a, a bathroom, a, a bathroom in a high school that they'd like ripped one of the soap dispensers out of the wall and built a Danny DeVito shrine in it. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, well, this one's actually kind of like for both of you. Are there any other um, instances of hauntings in your family at all or in, in past? And maybe you don't know about them because maybe I know about your the religious background. Maybe they're suppressed or anything like that. Is, have you heard anything like that before? I don't think so. Um, I've never heard either of my parents talk about anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Colleen lives with mom, so she might have... Well, I mean, mom and dad were both very kind of much a, like, bury it and ignore it kind of, you know, yeah. human adults. So if they ever experienced anything or ever knew of anything, I'm sure that they just ignored it. I was telling Carson a couple weeks ago about how I ex 
experienced something in the house that was like my first supernatural occurrence. But like our, our house was, in Grand Blank. Yeah, our house in Grand Blank in the basement when I was like seven or eight years old. Um, something like that. I heard footsteps coming down the stairs when I was in the basement one day, and um, I like I would go out into the main room and like nobody was in the basement and event it didn't stop until I addressed it. Like I asked who was there and then the footsteps stopped. Yikes. Uh, but I never, like, that was the only thing that ever happened, like, involving our family directly, I guess. Like, um, I used to see shadow people at uh, Echo Grove all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so you've seen something there, too? Yeah. Um, yeah, at Echo Grove and at Wonderland, I've seen, like, I, I wouldn't call them, like, I've seen a full-bodied apparition, but, like, shapes like flitting in and out of trees right um i forgot about wonderland um it was another camp that we went to where like they had a whole ass they had like this brand new portion of camp that was like all brand new cabins that had like air conditioning and heating and like they were very well insulated and then there was like this whole ass other piece of the land that was called the old camp that was just like abandoned cabins and like there was like trees growing out of the fucking cabins in some spots like it, it was abandoned yeah, the old mess hall, super haunted. Super haunted. Never, I never went into the old mess hall because I was afraid. <laughs> I went in there with Bethany a couple of times. Um, oh, the rumor was that, um, yeah, uh, the rumor was that, like, the reason why they rebuilt the camp and um, moved it away from the old camp area was because, like, a kid drowned or something in the lake that the camp was on. Mm-hmm. And they had to shut down for, like, a good five or six years or something and when they reopened they were just like well everything is kind of fucked now so why don't we just rebuild the place right also that camp was across the street from the house that they filmed the amityville horror at yep really it was sure was mm-hmm. the, lamp, the lamp posts for camp wonderland are in um one of the opening scenes where they're driving to the house and they turn a corner and there's like a stone um lamp post Entryway. The lamp yeah and uh, that's the front gates for camp wonderland but so to like answer your initial question, no, I don't know of any other hauntings in our family. Oh, well, here's a question. Why do you think spirits contact us? Why do you think that they're trying to get our attention? Or do you think they're trying to tell us something? Or what would you guess? What was your, what's your hypothesis? There's, I think that there's multiple reasons why a spirit might reach out. Um, in some cases, they don't know that they're dead. So they're confused and afraid and they don't know what to do. So they try to contact us in any way that they can so they can figure out what the hell's going on. Do you think it's like an others situation? An others? What do you mean? Have you never seen the movie The Others? I don't think so, no. It's with Nicole Kidman? No, I've not seen it. Okay, well, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen The Others, but um, it's this woman that lives in this like farmhouse with her kids and they think that they're being haunted by ghosts, and it, like, uh, she does a séance, and it turns out that she and her kids are the ghosts, and the wow. people that are haunting them supposedly are the people that are now living in her house, and they've been haunting the new family living in the house. Interesting. Ooh, yeah. I've never thought about that before. Yeah, that that would make sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen plenty of um, ghost investigations where results have come up where it's like the spirit doesn't know that they're dead and they don't like so they're probably just wandering around lost and confused. Um, yeah. In other 
cases, it might just be because they've chosen to stick around and play some fuckery. Like but, me, if I die, I'm probably going to be a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Other times, these spirits have um, passed in really tragic and horrific ways. Yeah. And it leaves their energy kind of tainted and bitter and angry. Sure. They're going to take it and they're going to make it everybody else's problem. Right. One of the biggest dangers of getting haunted is buying like the old antique looking dolls from Goodwill because um, especially like the true antiques, because it was very common practice back in the day to make antique dolls like that with hair from the child that the doll was made for. So you could be purchasing a doll that has like antique human hair on it. First of all, that's really gross. Um, Second of all, because spirits get so attached to personalities objects, that's like a direct tie to a spirit not being able to move on. Yep. Lots of reasons why they might reach out and yeah. earlier in our podcast that we're recording right now, uh, we were talking about a local legend of Grand Rapids called the Ada Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um there was a woman for a while that was suspected to be the Ada Witch. Her name was Sarah McMillan. Uh and Right around the height of the Blair Witch movie, like, popularity phenomenon, the people in Ada were decided to be huge assholes, some of them. And they were like, oh, well, we have the Ada Witch. That's, like, our own Blair Witch. And they destroyed her headstone. Yeah. And were selling, like, chunks of her headstone online. Yep. Now, I, I personally believe that if the Ada Witch does exist, she's absolutely haunting that cemetery. Mm-hmm. But, um... I also believe that Sarah McMillan is also haunting that land because of what happened to her headstone. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was really, yeah, that's a really unfortunate thing that um, happened in our little pocket of West Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I, we still hear every now and then a claim somebody will be trying to sell a piece of her headstone that floats around every couple of years or so where somebody's like, I have a yeah. headstone. Does anybody want to buy it? Like $400. It's, and it's yeah. just, it's really, it's a huge, it's like, fuck you. Just, if you've ever done that, it's absolutely disgusting to do that to somebody. Yes. Like this, it's, it's like I was telling Carson, this poor woman just, she didn't even live in the same time period as the supposed aided witch. She lived about 60 to 70 years too late for her to be able to be the aided witch. First of all, yeah. And second of all, she died of typhoid v- fever. She's on record, on historical record in Ada, of dying of typhoid fever. So there's no possible way she ever could have been the Ada witch. And if people had just done the bare minimum basic research, they would have known that. And there never would have been a thing that anybody would have had to have dealt with in the first place. Yep. Right. But, so please, friends, if you're going ghost hunting or if you're, like, looking for spooky things out there, just, like, as always, be respectful. Do your research. For sure. Oh, sure. Join us next time as we explore the Ypsilanti Ripper. Well, that's going to be it for us tonight, friends. Don't forget to stay alert, stay spooky, and as always, if you see a ghost, who are you going to call? Ghost gays. Gotta look at the cows.